Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you are listening to High School Hoops with our hosts, Steve Collins and Jake Steger. See that? All right, welcome to High School Hoops, episode 61. It is November. One of my favorite holidays is over, which is Halloween. I love Halloween. Uh, so this week, before we get going, a couple things. First of all, big shout out to, to Dr. Dish. Make sure you go over and check them out. If no other reason, it's a great Midwest con- company. Um, we love Midwest companies, but I, it's a great shooting machine. I'll tell Jake a story. My son just got back from a, a fall ball thing, and they were down 16, and he ended up hitting seven threes. Thank Dr. Dish. Thank Dr. Dish. Yes, he has shot a lot of, a lot of threes in his life. Um, so mention uh, High School Hoops or Coach Unplugged. They'll give you $300 off. That's the first thing. Second thing is go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Yep. Just go check it out. You won't be disappointed. You'll get an email from me. I, I had office hours. When did I have office hours? A couple of days ago. It was great talking about kind of building a youth program and things like that. So go over and check it out. Um, send me an email if you have any questions. All right. What's this week, Coach? Well, last week we talked about um, establishing your first two weeks of your offense and your base offense. Now we can. I want to. We want to address a question that um, from our Facebook page about defense. So, uh, Coach, what is your aim or what is your approach your first two weeks in regards to defense? Uh, I, I and I think you mentioned this last week. I try to get definitely try to get more things in defensively than than on the offensive end. Absolutely. Um, just because I think I can disrupt you more early on the defensive end because you're probably not going to have all your arsenal in, and I can have mm-hmm. much more of my arsenal in defensively. Um, so I try to really layer defenses. Like I'm going to have a pressure defense. I'm going to have a half court defense. I'm, and a lot of them are going to be based on the same principles. Um, you know, we'll maybe do a, we'll maybe do a denying defense. We'll maybe do a, um, a special defense where we're going to take one or two players out of the game. Right. All that stuff. Just little layers within what you already do. Yes. But I'm going to have a lot of that in the first couple of weeks because, a lot of kids play football. A lot of kids run cross country. A lot of kids play volleyball. A lot of kids that so they haven't they haven't um, 
probably taken as many shots and done all those things. Um, so it can be, so I think I always feel like I have an advantage defensively early. Um, if my kids are buying in and we're doing what we need to do, I always feel like I have an advantage. So I try to get more things in defensively. Um, I also think it builds tone in your practices and in everything you do early. Um, that, you know, my, my teams have been good the last couple of years, but they haven't been exceptional, but they've been one of the best defensive teams in the big eight. Um, if you just statistically look at it, we've, we've been one of the best because that's what we had to hang our hat on. It also helped with practice. It helped with like, we're going to just stop people, <laughs> you know, we're going to try to stop Jalen. Who's you know going to be a lottery pick. Now it was at Duke last weekend visiting right. for his official visit. So yeah, you know, those kind of things, um, is what we're working on. What do you think? I think it really comes down to defense is about you got to have value. It's such an important thing. And you have to constantly recognize that effort and practice. Right. Um, right. We are constantly often valuing the kids that can score 30 points a game. But can you defend? Can you stop people? It's huge. You can't play for me if you can't defend. Can't. I'm telling you right now. I don't and care how many points you, you can, score. And you can be a great X and O guy and so forth. But if you can't get your kids to play hard and play defense and rebound, it's going to be a long season for you. It, it really it's is. The, it's the reason the saying's there, I think. Defense wins championships. I'm not convinced that's true. I am convinced that you have to sell your team on the defensive end. Yeah, that's why I think that, that quote works, I think, yeah. from that standpoint. But I think it's harder as a high school coach because, you know, people can work the ball a lot longer in our situation with a shot clock. You know, right. and so, you know, some people only have to get their guys to buy in defense for 20 to 30 seconds at a time, you know, so. Right. Which makes the game a, a truly a different game in, in the state of Wisconsin, which makes it so great. That's what I, I, I like about it. And, and so, you know, and then defense is just is really about breaking it down. You know, really it's about the rotations. I think often defenses are broke down on the second, third, and fourth rotation. I mean, that's really the key is can you get your guys to rotate from side to side? Um, that's huge. And I think, um, it's a t I think it's a communication thing, too, absolutely. to be honest with you. And that's where you can – if they're talking on the defensive end, they're going to talk on the offensive end. And, you know, that's where most breakdowns – I mean, some of it's effort, but not really. Part of it is, like, you, you, you think you know where you want to go, but you may not. And if your teammates are helping you, that's where I want chaos. I want, like, the pointing and the talking. And, right. And that can I set always, that tone I early. this quote. With all all sports, I coach. I said, and I you know I coach soccer. I coach I coach everything. And so basketball, I've always said that a losing field or a losing court is a quiet court. You know right. what I mean? And That's a winning a winning field and a we you know it, if I'm yelling aloud, I need to hear all of you doing that as well. Right. Because that's just. That's the way things work. Communication, communication, communication. Because then your players learn how to work smarter, not harder. Too often guys work too hard where they out of position and so forth. They can communicate and get in the right position. You can really save yourself and be able to do things better defensively and not pick up cheap fouls and so forth. Right. Well. Yeah, I also think like the first two weeks of practice is really establishing kids not to get into foul trouble early defensively. You know, that is a big thing. Because uh, last year we did a podcast, What Wins Games Early, and I talked about the importance of not getting into foul trouble, to have your guys at the end of the game to win the game. And it's yep. too often some of these guys, you know, you especially got like maybe a sophomore kid or a junior kid that's just starting to get quality minutes at the highest level, you know, they're turning to adapt because the speed of game is so much different at the, our level, at the varsity level, than compared to what they were as a JV or freshman team, 
So, you know, if they can be able to establish themselves on the follow game, I think that's huge from a defensive standpoint as well. Yeah, and I'd give some advice to the young coaches. It's like if they get in foul trouble early and early in the season, sit them. Sit them. Sit them. They'll learn very quickly that that stupid reach foul, I don't get to play as much. Ooh, yep. So if you don't wait, you can't wait on that. You might it, it, it might hurt early, <laughs> um, but well, it's going to be better. That, and I think you. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but I think it's really important. And I've been connecting with you for several years now. Is is that defense? You don't have to be great at everything, but having a lot of different things is really really important. And I think often we think we got to be really great at man to man. That's it. I think it's better to have multiple things and be good at. I mean, average at some things and maybe good at one thing have different things because getting a stop two or three times and changing can really make a momentum change for a coach. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Especially in high school basketball, just because, you know, if I was doing this for a living and I was coaching, I would go out and recruit. I mean, I'd be Tony. I mean, I would like Tony, like go out and recruit guys that can score and play defense. Like his pack line, like great. Right. Same, same as Texas tech. Same as that's what they're going to get. If you can, but as a high school coach, you can't do that. So, right, because they're only playing defense for 30 seconds at a time. Right. We've got to be able to be creative. We right. have to be creative. Well, that just makes the game that more exciting. And, and sometimes there, it's a point in a game where you may have not even run the zone defense, but for a possession, you might have to do it. You might have to think outside the box. You've you got you to gotta, – just how it is. I mean I, I mean, I swear to yeah. God, I lost the state title to Tosa East, and he played 2-3 zone. He hadn't played it all year. We weren't ready, and it just it was enough to just change the tempo enough. It's like, oh, my God. It's like we, we basically had 20 of their 22 games, and they never played 2-3. And then he drew it up. He, he said it in the post game. He drew it up and because it was enough to change the momentum from us so, you know, to get them moving. You know, those kind and, of but I also think the last thing is I think changing defense keeps kids engaged throughout the game. Yeah. If you constantly play the same defense over and over, it becomes monotonous and boring. And we're in a Snapchat world, as you always say, <laughs> right? So if you can imitate that with defense, it constant changes. Is, All right, we're going to change to this app right now, back to this app, do, do, do. Kids like that. Kids like that constant change. It almost becomes a challenge, and it almost becomes fun for them, you know? Right. It does, and it definitely becomes a challenge. All right, those are good. Those are good things to think about, coaches. You got anything else on that, coach? Um, no. Small sided games, small small stuff. Again, don't you? You know, you got to teach about if you're pushing baseline. How are you going to push baseline? How are you going to handle screens? All those kinds. Of, you can't get all that in in two weeks. I get it. Look at your first couple opponents. What are they going to do with you? How are they going to attack you? And then adjust to that. You know, people are listening. This is high school hoops. You probably know, you probably have a gut about what your first couple opponents are going to be, how they're going to handle screens or how, how are you going to handle screens or how are they going, you know, all that I think is really important because you can't get through all of it and you don't have to do the minuscule like things you hear on clinics. Don't. It, it will blow your mind away. All right. Uh, question of the day today is, oh man, I, um, I'm going to just, uh, quickly. Don't have one. I don't have one. Uh, okay. Uh, I know. Uh, um, what do I want for Christmas? You yeah. There you, what do there you want go. What do you want Christmas? for Christmas? Coach? Uh, what do I want for Christmas? That's good. I would say a state title, but I won't say that. I will say that I want my son to get into his first choice for college. That's what I'll say. And I won't say what it is cause I won't jinx it, but that, okay. that, that yeah. What do I want for Christmas? 
And if the coach is listening to this, hopefully it's good at this point. We'll we'll have the application in by the time this goes up, but (laughs) we won't know yet. So go. Um, I think I just want to be able to spend spend some extra time with my family and do something fun over the holiday break. That's all I want for Christmas. Yeah. My two. What is what's the song? All I want for Christmas is my two Two front teeth. teeth. Yeah, I got those. Not real because I dove into a wall when I was in fifth grade, but. Well, that's I, got for ball, I got the that's, ball though. I got the ball. There you go. That's another story. All right. And one, All right. one, one was one was a wall. One was a shoulder in college. Really? I, I pulled it out of the kid's shoulder. Yep. Did the tooth go through your lip? Uh, no, no. The tooth broke off. Like oh I had my shoulder god, shoulder bone. Yeah, and then I had to oh. pull it out. It was pretty bad. Wicked. Yeah. So I would look like Dumb and Dumber if you've ever seen the movie. I mean, it wasn't yeah, the yeah. tooth. It was like the little crooked parts. So yeah, yeah, sometimes our questions of the day just are quite entertaining for all of our listeners. So <laughs> hope you sometimes like those. <laughs> hey, again, we don't edit this, right? We're real yeah, basketball players. We're I mean, live. Real basketball coaches, real dads, real teachers. Just real, wait. Yes, this is real. real. Husbands. This we is are real. all real. <laughs> all right, till next week, Coach. All right, thanks. All right, bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.